following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Today's broadcast on the Huge Show Across Michigan is presented by Experience GR. From world-class attractions and outdoor recreation to nationally ranked food and craft beverages, Grand Rapids, Michigan is filled with unexpected surprises. Discover why Grand Rapids has been voted America's best beer city, the nation's craft beverage capital, and a top 20 U.S. foodie city. Get an eyeful of spectacular art and an earful of live music. Explore what Grand Rapids has to offer when it comes to family fun. Make your travel dreams continue and come true in Grand Rapids. Find out more at experiencegr.com. That's experiencegr.com. Today's broadcast is presented by Experience GR on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast is our executive producer. Back-to-back days with Easy Rider. Superfly Hayes is on a four-day golf bender with buddies in northern Michigan. Hour one, in a moment, we'll welcome in Dog Thompson, one of the great equipment managers in hockey with the Grand Rapids Griffins. Uh, he knows the wings. He knows D-Mac. He was showing off his new golf clubs. Has a great hey, swing, golf and softball baseball. I don't know if he'll say this when we get him in here, but he won back to uh, two uh, hockey titles in the men's league this year, his team. And I know he's very proud of that. I mean, two titles, two different... The beer uh, league? Uh, you're, you're not talking Griffins. No, NHL. no. Well, it's even more competitive, the men's league. The beer leagues? I guess. Is it a, is it a top shelf league? You're darn right it is, as top as it gets. I, but knowing Dog, he recruits former players to come play with oh, him. Oh, he's got a good bunch. I, I, I've watched him in our... We play in the Griffins Youth Foundation outing every year, which has now moved to American Dunes. It used to be at Egypt Valley here on the west side of the state in Ada. And Dog, when he shows up with a team in any oh, yeah. sport, oh, yeah. any sport, he's there to win. You're darn right. That's uh, and like you know, Charlie Kayser, Bob's son, who actually Charlie, in an emotional back and forth with his dad, said, I'm going to start returning texts to my friends. Okay. Charlie said that to Bob. Okay. It, I had tears streaming down my cheeks. I gave Charlie a hug. And then who's the, the trainer, is it? Who, Josh. Yeah, Josh. He, you know, have, have you met Josh before? Of course. Yeah, he's he's got confidence issues, but uh, he can hit he can hit the ball like 350 yards. Problem is, you don't know what direction it's going. We called him the human sprinkler. Okay, yeah, it just goes it sprays he's everywhere. He's a good kid, right? Yeah, I don't think he's he's a good looking, uh, successful professional kid, and he has zero confidence. 
Wow. He, he needs more confidence. Did, did you like, uh, you just said he's good looking. Is that something you like? No, is that you... like yesterday when you asked me if I was working out live on yeah, air? Yeah, I mean, you are. You you're... don't do that. Well, I mean, you, well, you're telling the guy he's good looking he's on the radio. He's a good looking dude. Tom Brady's good looking. Well, what's wrong with me asking you if you pump iron lately? Oh, <laughs> Because it was, we're alone in a studio. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're getting jacked. I'm, okay. I'm impressed with your upper body. <laughs> yeah, and then Dog just asked me to play on his softball team. Yeah. All right. I'll tell I... you what, HGH flakes in the morning really get the day going. <laughs> Along with that little <laughs> blue pill. <laughs> All right, Zane. Uh, we're going to have Dog in a minute, okay? I, I uh, can't we, wait. we do have to drop the news that broke right before the show. Peyton Thorne. As I said yesterday, I predicted, and it wasn't a secret, he now is screaming War Eagle at Auburn. So yes. he will be in the SEC in front of 85,000, maybe close to 90,000 uh, down in Auburn, Alabama, and he is in the toughest football conference in America. He is done at Michigan State, said his goodbyes yesterday. I figured. I predicted that, that today would be the announcement, and he's gone. So I, Keon Coleman, we don't know where he's going to end up. There was talk that it might be a package deal, but he could be waiting on money. And how do you fault Thorne? You're leaving a program under Mel Tucker, who's had one winning year as a head coach. Short stint at Colorado, had that 11-2 and two year when they beat Pitt in the Peach Bowl at Michigan State. You're going to the SEC, okay? You're Peyton Thorne. I assume... And I don't know that there's some NIL money there, right? There's something. Are they? Do they have to disclose that? No, there's no NIL rules. So you basically, if you see him driving a fancy car, you just figure it out. Yeah, like, like Hunter Dickinson. Right. When you watched him filming that video going to, I think, I assume it was in Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. Because Bill Self was behind door number one. Uh, that he was driving, it looked like a high level. I don't know if it was a new Bronco or if it was a... Range Rover, they got money. Well, and he got he was lighting a hundred dollar bills on the street. I mean, so he had a pile of money, actually lit it. We've all done that. And there, well, I mean, it's dog does that. He radio makes it money. rain all the time. Radio money. When he when he gets his when he gets his bi monthly check from Dan DeVos, Dan will text him and say, "Dude, you're making more than me right now." I heard he just got a briefcase full of money that they just it's just what he delivered. does with his side job is his business. Yeah. And not our business to discuss. Right, right. He's the godfather I'm of glad, hockey. I'm glad he's not here to hear this. He's two feet away from here. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're oh, talking about him oh, like he's not oh, here. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> we're talking about him like he's not here. Dog's going, hey, guys, I thought we were going to come in and talk about the Griffins and the Wings and uh, the Stanley well, Cup Let's officially playoffs. welcome him in. Can, can we well, do dog, that? Well, you, Dog, you, 18 years you've been the PA voice? Yeah, that's just finished, 18 years. 18 years. One of the great PA voices in America, PA voice of the Wings Top Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, Eric Zane, PA voice of the Grand Rapids Gold, who now play at Van Andel Arena, the Denver Nuggets G League team, and Dog, he's PA voice of... The West Michigan Ironmen indoor football. They have a playoff oh, game, yeah. doubleheader Saturday. Uh, beautiful women flood L.C. Walker Arena. And he is the PA voice color commentator on their West Michigan Ironmen TV network. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check your local listings. You're darn right. You're darn right. He, he's the man. He's got the Eric Zane Show podcast. So let's. Let's welcome in Dog Thompson. Dog, how are you? How you how doing? Are you, how you, how how you are doing, you? my man? There you are. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks You're for loaded. having me, guys. You Ready look you go. look nervous all of a sudden. No, I'm good. Uh, you are. 
Yeah. You, you look mad at Eric for talking about you like Come that. Come on. I, ta- I got nothing but love for this guy. This man is an absolute treasure. Uh, the godfather of hockey. Uh, seeing him work behind the bench, occasionally there'll be a moment in the game, like Dog will hit a milestone game or something like that, and we'll acknowledge him, and he hates it. He's just like, oh, God, you can tell. He doesn't want us to make a big deal about it, but it, he is an absolute treasure. You know, one thing about the two of you that I'll say that ha- has always impressed me, and it goes beyond the BS and, you know, ripping each other back and forth on and off air. I, I've always watched the way you've treated your father. Oh, thank okay, you. Okay, with I your dear meathead. And I, I watch how Dog treats his mom. Oh, she's. And a- I think that defines people. And how you treat your parents. Dog, bring, dog, you bring your mom to basketball games. I see you I, guys courtside. I see you there courtside. You haven't been to a game the and goal. they've lost. That is correct. I you, went to uh, five games this year and they've, they won all five of them. Right, and I think they won six games all year. So, I mean, that's incredible. That is. How that, come Jabara hasn't hired him to be the lucky charm of the Grand Rapids Gold in the G League, I, the Denver Nuggets This team. man needs, uh, you know, a carte blanche service for him and his entire family. It should be the entire Thompson family courtside. You know, he's walking in and he's talking about, hey, I got some new clubs. Me and DMAC went down and got fitted, PXGs, and I'm thinking, he just... And he doesn't say it in a cocky way. No, no. But his his phone contact list in terms of hockey, I'm going to guess only Gretzky has a better phone. <laughs> yes, of course. He knows everybody. He's the godfather of hockey. D-Mac and him it. golfing. He golfs with everybody. Has a great golf swing, great softball swing. Dog, what uh, has the off season brought uh, to you? What's what's been occupy, occupying your time since the season ended? Uh, just starting to order sticks and everybody, everything for everybody that's coming next year, like all the Swedes, the Euros that are coming, um, and just getting ready for the draft to see who might be showing up here and. Because then September. it's, it's uh, after the draft. We then you go up to for the for the prospect camp. Is camp yeah, we right? have a camp, a draft camp in July, July first to the fifth, I believe, Which, in Detroit, and that leads to the red and white game. And then then we have one in September. That's the red white game and okay. the rookie prospect tournament. When All they right. get a name a replacement for Ben Simon, um, I would think after June, since everybody's contract. Yeah, everybody's contract ends. You know, the end of June, first July. So. Do they pick your brain about things like this when it comes to, uh, you know, working with people who you know uh, in, the, in in various leagues because you've you've been around this game for so long? How how do you factor into this? There, honestly, I got about a seven eight text messages right when everybody heard out that Ben was you know getting released from his job to send an email or a phone number to Sean Horkoff so they could uh, get their name into it. Um, one of the guys we had as a coach before, um, I don't know if I answered him the right way, but I definitely said, uh, can you let the blood dry first before um, you Makes you sense. know, yeah. attack a guy that just lost his job? Okay. I love Ben Simon. And he. I'll say this. You guys don't have a comment. He worked for the Griffins. He was a fall guy. You, you got rid of Blash, and you get rid of Ben, and things aren't moving as fast as hoped uh, with the parent club with the wings, and they're going to try something different. And that's just business. I don't think it's personal. I think, it, and again, I'm not ripping anybody, not ripping Stevie Y, not ripping the wings or the Griffins. It's just business. I've never um, understood what could possibly be expected of a coach whose personnel are moving so much. Um, the one thing that they want is development. So like Simon Evanson, Berggren, like all those guys that are here – that Ben plays 20 minutes a game that actually got a call up, chase on. Like, we had seven guys up there at the end of the year. I mean, he was developing guys, but at the same time, 
you know, it, if it's easier to let go a coach than 24 players. Doug, do you think they're looking for more of a teacher? And I'm not downplaying Ben. He's a great coach, motivator, tough as nails, you know, a hockey guy his entire life. Are they looking for more of a teacher during practice, trainings, camps? Is that the type of coach you're looking for with the Griffins? I mean, you have that with Mike Knubel. He was there every day. You know, Knubel got released too? <clears throat> yes. I got, I got to cancel him. He's coming up later. <laughs> yeah. See, he has, you know, there's, there's skills coaches. There's skating coaches. There's everything now. It's not like the head coach just shows up and, okay, we're having practice. We have a There's a shooting set, coach? Yeah, we have a set schedule of a, you know, a development coach. We have a skating coaches wow. that come in. It's a, it's an all-day thing from, you know, they get on ice at 930. They're now done at noon instead of 1030 to 11 in the Scotty Bowman days and go have fun with your day. Well, the thing about you two, uh, you're all about relationships, okay? Both of you develop great relationships in the jobs well, you're in. I don't know about that. Well, for, for me. Well, that, and it's <laughs> tough for change. It is. I mean, you uh, again, all relationships aren't perfect, Eric. But at the end of the day, you're a good guy and you – You've done it for 18 years. For you to hold on to the same job for 18 years with the Griffins, I'm surprised it hasn't been changed to Zane Arena. Yeah, well, there's the occasional dust up. Uh, there's no question, but I, I try to uh, I try to space those out. So the whole organization, <laughs> from dog uh, handling uh, the equipment room and everything they need on the bench, games, practices, like I said, with Gortzema from Dan DeVos to, to David Van Andel, both families, I, I think this is as close, and dog and – Zane, I think you guys would agree that the Griffins franchise, nothing against any other team in the AHL, but they're as close to an NHL franchise as any minor league hockey team. Agree or disagree? Absolutely. Without a doubt, they've uh, they've built an incredible legacy there. Yeah, we, uh, we've changed there in the last couple, five, six years of, you know, nutrition breakfast in the mornings. You know, Mo, the chef at the Van Andel Cooks, every Love day him. breakfast. Is he not the yeah, best chef he, He's a great ever. dude. So he takes care of the guys after the game, post-game meals, before we get on the bus. Like, it's not just, you know, the beer and hockey and, you know, pizza that I was, you know, that I started with back in the 90s. Um, Brian Lashoff just finished an incredible career and an absolute warrior. And I, I texted you after, and you indicated he'd been through a war this year it was it was tough on him blocking a lot of shots a lot of things didn't go his way but i i don't see him he didn't miss a lot of games no he's <laughs> they don't make him like brian anymore um you know achilles tendon ruptured acl mcl broken ribs i mean how did he play with a, a rupture? Isn't that the type of the thing face. that you don't – you just you, – you take a year off from that typically. I mean, yeah, he took his, you know, four weeks off and went back at it, put a brace on and kept playing. Is this that type of thing that would require surgery? Most of, most of them. I mean, like his Achilles and stuff, he had his surgery in his knee. But like, like every day, he <laughs> – yeah, he's just, he's just a monster. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great career, and that you know when that uh, one of the best things I've ever seen, Bill. Um, his last game at Van Andel, he had one more road game to play, but you know the lights went down in Grand Rapids on this, and um, uh, the other team uh, lined up, shake his hands, all the officials. It was it was touching. It was. It was is he going to live of- in West Michigan and stick around? So a lot of these former Griffins guys, and even some of the wings who co up come down. End up loving West Michigan so much they call it home. Yeah, they have a house out in Ada. Um, him and his wife and his little daughter. Um, I believe the plans 
you know, to stick around and see if he can get a job and hang out with us. You know, what's interesting about that is when he was growing up in Albany, New York, the radio show I used to be on, Free Bear and Hot Wings, is still on there to this day. He would drive, he would ride in the bus, listen to that show. And so he comes here as a rookie, and eventually I have a conversation with him. He goes, oh, yeah, I listened to you when I was a kid. That's fantastic. (laughs) Isn't that cool? Yeah. So Eric, you undersell yourself. uh, You're a major radio talent. The amount of time, it made me feel quite old, uh, but it was, he's great. I I just love that guy. You work hard. You treat people right more than most people. Well, that was about him. Not about me. It was about him. No, but it's about guys. I've met people where all of a sudden they listen, and you forget where all of us are talking. We feel like friends, which we are just... Talking some hockey. And, you know, and he, he a lot of NHL games. I think he had about 130 NHL games, maybe a little more than that. Yeah, he's he played yeah, yeah, he 130, 150 games. And his leadership here in Grand Rapids, being that he was so t- tied so closely with the team, you know, you basically got another coach on that with, uh, with Brian. Did you put Lashoff on that beer league team where you won the championship? Would I? Yeah, he's playing next year Sundays. I already got him lined up. Of course. I said said that dog does that. He loads up softball, golf, uh, scrambles. It doesn't matter. I'm there to win. Did you have any former players this year when you won those two titles? No. No. Uh, Sunday Sunday is uh, all my buddies that I've played with for, I don't know, 10 years maybe. Who's the most notable name? Someone I I would know that's on that team. Nobody. John, John Stecco maybe? Some of the folks that work in the front office played with you, he played, right? They, they played with us on the Tuesday night team, yeah, that won. Oh, man. That, that's Brandon good. Nelson and um, Cam, our goalie. Okay. Yeah, Cam so is on the championship, right? Yeah. And Cam is uh, – he does sales, and uh, and Brandon's the guy who's who's the director of with all the, Griffins, the office. Yeah, right? yeah with and Griffins. Cam uh, is also a goalie, right? Yeah. And uh, he's emergency goalie. Now, in the event – For the Griffins. Yeah, for both teams. If something goes down – like really rare circumstance where there's there's a the you the teams don't have a goalie whether injuries or whatever that, that happened happens. with the Toronto Marlies. It happens yeah. from time yeah. to time. We you had know. that too with Dan Harlan yeah. as our backup goalie from one time. The, Channel the thirteen old TV guy. Yeah, yeah. he uh, he was. Uh, it was just a, a was last he the guy second that thing. Used the phrase "pimp in the box," and then I don't know if it, the TV career continued. After I don't that. think I don't think it was him, but he ended up dressing and was on the bench, and he was just so nervous. He's oh. wearing the hat, holding the clipboard, holding the door open for players, but. That was uh, that was a great story. I had him on the show. He got out of the that. TV business, I think. Didn't he? Get yeah, he's the, real estate. Yeah, that, that yeah. tells you what TV pays. TV's yeah. tough. Yeah, TV uh, is tough. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Search for it free, and also he has a paid version wherever you download podcasts. Uh, Brad Dog Thompson, uh, one of the good guys on and off air, uh, legendary equipment manager, could have been in. The NHL, he's had over 800 offers from NHL It ain't teams. over. He still might. No, he loves West Michigan. He's got his mom. Yeah. He, he's got he's his got lovely wife. Gig. He's got his wife. He's got his softball. He's got his loaded uh, scramble golf teams, his loaded beer league hockey teams. Free, cars, free cars from the uh, from the Audi dealership. I know he does that. Really? You know, all he boss? has to do is just drive around in it, and then that's, that's all the publicity they need. So well, Dan DeVos owns that, you know, Fox Motors. Yeah. They've got like, dealerships all across oh, yeah. Michigan. It, it, the, the dude is living the high. He's a, he's a giant fish in a small pond. He just knocks on the door. And he smells like fish, too. <laughs> All right, Doug, uh, the future of the Griffins. I want to get to that next segment. Stick around. Uh, you're with us the whole hour. Talk about the Griffins, the Wings. Uh, will Bertuzzi come back? 
Uh, he played well with the Bruins, even though they got knocked out by Florida in round oh, one. I'll get your thoughts on the Stanley Cup playoffs. What a choke. What a one versus choke. Eight. It's a yeah, different game. Playoff hockey is a different uh, different season, right? It's a different game in the playoffs. Wow. It is. Yeah, that was something. And we'll see. And I'll, when will the Wings get back to the playoffs? So, Dog Thompson in studio. Mike Knubel, uh, the former Griffins coach, former NHL star, U.S. Olympian, also calls West Michigan home. He'll be in studio, Zane and I. And we'll talk about Thorne, the Lions, the NFL, and more coming up uh, after we're done with Dog. If you want to join in our Mercantile Bank, huge question of the day. Uh, how many years before the Wings get back to the playoffs? You can answer that question at one 866 838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Again, on the Mercantile Bank listener line, at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is HUGE. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. Special guests, Bush, and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. For a lot of us, music and mental health are intertwined. That's why the Collaborative Lab created Intune, a free live stream event, and you're invited. May 18th is Mental Health Action Day, so take action for your own mental health by joining us from 7 to 9 p.m. Musical performances and conversations with the Verve Pipe, Barrel Bones, Carlos Cece, Cole Hansen, and more. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org to learn how you can join the party for free. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at miniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's miniOnTheMac.com. Register today. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Take on the open road for Harley-Davidson's 120th anniversary. Saturdays in May, win a 2023 Street Glider. On May 27th, you can drive home a limited edition Fat Boy. It's the 120th anniversary Harley-Davidson giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan Friday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is on a four-day golf bender with his friends. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast is producing, also jumping in studio with us uh, throughout the show. About 40 minutes, we'll talk more college and NFL football. Brad Dog Thompson, the godfather of hockey with the Griffins, equipment manager, uh, one of the good guys on and off the ice joining us in studio. We'll get to the wings in a moment, his thoughts on the Stanley Cup playoffs. We were talking during the break, Dog. Are the Wings a playoff team next spring? This time next year, I don't know if we say if they'll be alive, but are they a playoff team? What do you think? I think they're on the cusp of it, but um, they're going to, I don't know, it's it's a grind, man. Like, you start with those 24 guys, by the end of it, like, you might have 15 or 16 of them. Like, this year, we ended with eight guys that started our team. Talking about the Griffins, right? That ended the season on the last game of the season. Eight guys out of 20. Almost half your roster. Half our roster. And that's it. Just like Detroit. They called up seven of our guys at the end of the season. How many stars did you see this year from what you witnessed on the ice at Van Andel Arena on the road with the Griffins? And I'll get Zane's thoughts on this in a moment. Who who looked like can't-miss guys that could have a long career with the Wings? You know what? I... um, I mean, Evanson, you know, once he matures and grows up, he'll be a great guy. Um, Cross Hannis is amazing. Like, he's a good two-way player, like a Bertuzzi, like like a Rasmussen that will hit, finish his checks, and has a little touch of scoring. And then um, we have a defenseman that's um, actually pretty good, too. His um, from Sweden, he'll, he'll be really good, too. And Zane, who are some of the players you saw this year? Well, when he said Hannes, that's the first thing I thought. And if it wasn't for injury, you'd have seen a lot more. Because you're the PA voice of the Griffins, Eric Zane, like I mentioned in studio. Um, well, who are guys that you could just uh, – because you've seen 18 years. You've seen a lot of big yeah, names yeah, roll you know, through Van um, Andel. It, it's interesting because, um, you know, sometimes when you see a player, especially when they come from Europe, how, how much time do they get used to the game? There's There's all these factors that – uh, from just my untrained eye, uh, you know, sometimes it's tough for me to figure out who is who and what is what. And a lot of the times with uh, what they work on as part of their development, um, you might be seeing a guy who's working on a, por- a certain portion of his game uh, to improve at a level that a coach needs to see as opposed to putting a puck in the net. How is he doing on a back check? How is he? How is his aggressiveness? How is he in, in fighting battles and things like that? But uh, I, I, I second what Dog said. Edvinson stands out to me as a guy. That, and Albert uh, Johansson, he's the, the, the defenseman. He's really good. Yeah, right. So yeah, a lot. I see it a lot. And you know, a lot of these guys, um, they're coming from a place where they're not playing nearly as many games as they used to, uh, that they did prior prior years. And so there's, you know, you get the grind of a season. You're on a bus all the time, and uh, you know, a lot of travel. It takes a lot out of a guy. So, um. Sometimes when they perform in Grand Rapids, they perform at a certain level, and then when they get to the NHL, they turn it on. We saw that a lot with um, uh, there was a guy named uh, Darren Helm. Remember uh, when when Helmer was here, he played well, 
But not like he played when he went to Detroit. As soon as he went to Detroit, it's like suddenly this guy became really good. He's still, I, I think. Colorado. Yeah, I was, I was going to say he's still in the league. Yeah. It was last year during the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, he right? won, uh, won yeah. the championship. Boy, he, he played a long time. Yeah, it's, uh, and, and to see, I remember when he was, you know, he was the guy who was working so hard. Some of these guys, the amount of time that they put in in their preparation and what they do, by the time the game gets there, they've already worked for three hours in a day, and then they work for another hour after the game lifting weights. And those are the guys that you see, um, they outshine the talent. The ones that work hard always seem to be able to make that jump easier than the guy who's going on talent. Because yeah, I, I look at the wings, and they're young, and they're going to have a boatload of draft picks coming up here in the NHL draft in June, and they're set up, dog, uh, at least Stevie Y is, to make some deals to get some veterans that they need on the back line. They need toughness on this team. If you're going to make that you know, combination roster between young guys who are potential superstars and electric with the toughness you need come playoff time, that's where I think Stevie Y is at, and they're, they're loaded with great young talent. Yeah, they're like I said, their future is bright. Um, they just need to get that little grit in them, like a Florida Panthers team that's striving right now in the playoffs. Wow. Because now it's a, you know, it's it's a different game. The ice shrinks. the The more grease you have, the better you're going to be than the primitive players of Osternox and those guys that, you know, don't cut to the middle because then you're going to get run over by Truba and then you're done. So it's a different game in the playoffs. Yeah, because people say that all the time, playoff hockey compared to regular season hockey, and it's just a, you get a lead, you you sit back, you pack it in, and it's how it works. Gary Glass and Barry Boards are your favorite friends there when you're playing in the playoffs <laughs> off uh, the glass. When the Detroit Red Wings won 62 games in the 95-96 season, then the San Jose Sharks took care of them. That was a horrible feeling for Wings fans, and so we've all we had all experienced that. And then uh, uh, Boston, 65 games, and they're thinking, mm. well, the Stanley Cup is ours. That's just, and then, uh, you know, when you're up three to one in the series, they, there wasn't a person in Boston that thought that there was going to be any more games played other than the one that they win the series. And for them to lose three in a row like that, you're right, dog. That is, uh, wow. I, there were people weeping in the stands there when that was happening. The playoffs don't look, uh, we'll go through the bracket in a moment. The remaining teams, it's not a sexy TV. <laughs> no. Yeah. Every, you know, remaining teams alive for Lord Stanley's Cup. It's not. Yeah, I get a couple of, you know, like like we talked about before, having our, you know, our formal, former GMs as the GM of Edmonton and then Dallas Stars. So I'd like to see those guys go uh, as far as they can. And then uh, my old assistant, who's the head equipment guy for the Vegas Golden Knights, he's still in it. So uh, those are my three teams that I hope make it. You know, Kenny Holland, this is n- nothing against Stevie Y, but you kind of look back and people were demanding another Stanley Cup so much that you just drove Kenny Holland right out of Detroit. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, and you look at him, and I, I was there, well, they need a, a transition. How do they get back to the next level? They set the bar. Uh, it's like being a Yankees manager, right? The Yankees of hockey, I've always said that about the Wings, that you set the bar so high. And now, with what they've been through, People will just take getting back to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. And there's there's Kenny Holland. And what he do in Edmonton? They struggled early. They weren't sure about him. Some thought he was going to get ran out, like, what, year one or two? And now he's established just a, a roster, talent, and 
He's got the best guy in hockey in Connor McDavid. is not too bad himself. Oh, God, I love him too. Oh, my gosh, watching that guy, he can play. There are some games that I, I think it was Toronto I caught on NHL Network where I watched Edmonton score like four goals in five minutes. Yeah, they're legit. Like, you, you never see like, you know, run and gun hockey like you see in basketball, right? They're just, it's amazing to watch. I like that style, but I know come playoff time, you got to win one nothing, two one, three two games. Now, and. Now, in the NHL, it's so much different than the uh, NFL draft where you can, I mean, for the whole one or two rounds, those are starters. Now, right away in the NFL, uh, hockey this upcoming draft, um, and usually there there isn't really that many. You can only go so deep of players who can make an impact right away with the NHL. Why is that? Is that is hockey that much more of a technically difficult game? It takes so much more maturation for a young player is is that is it I that think simple? that's part of the key is like you got to mature. Um you're a 19-year-old kid where you're playing a 30-year-old man that's that's built he's got old man <laughs> that's strength. Bit, that's built, you know, for the game where you're just figuring out where you're 17, 18 years old, you get run over, you're 140 pounds not 220. And in every draft there isn't a generational player. Is there do you know if this year there is a generational player? I mean Connor Bedard's in. gonna be drafted first to whoever wins him, I believe it's next Monday in the lotto. But yeah, he's a legit if you watch the highlights on that kid, he can play. Okay, so now if the Wings win that uh lottery and they have a very small chance because they won enough, I think it might be three percent. Can you imagine the joy if they if they are able to pick him and instantly that changes everything 100 percent. the fireworks will go off and yeah. uh, detroit will be back to that you know buzz that they've had in the 90s and early 2000s so I, something you know, so they let's keep get, our fingers crossed well, on that lottery <laughs> well you, you you're stevie Y, and will be interesting if they don't get to the playoffs a year from now you're chris illich you're not going to be the guy to fire stevie Y. I i mean you're not going uh, to clean house i I see so many similarities between the Wings and the Tigers, and they're both owned by Chris Illich, that if Mike Illich, and I said this with Vanderwall the other day talking Tigers baseball, if Mike Illich was here, and God rest his soul, the Tigers would be a playoff team every year. And I think it, things would be different with the Wings, but I get the modern side, and there's new generations, and, and there's the NHL salary cap, which Mike Illich didn't have to deal no, with he did not. a lot. So he could go out and grab Hashik or Cujo or whoever you needed. Right? Bill, Bill, let me ask you this. How often, how, how much do you think um, when the natives, the fans are restless, do you think that that influences decisions by a Chris Illich? I think the Wings have had so much success, and even the Tigers to a point, right, that I don't think fan pressure makes them change. I, I will say on Holland, because you were screaming and yelling and wanting – you know, a deep playoff run, you want another cup. And then I, I think the fans have had a reality check, Tigers fans and Wings fans. That they'll take, we'll start with the playoffs. I mean, we're looking at the Pistons, Tigers, Wings, even the Lions. And, you know, never have had a playoff game at Ford Field. And then you look at the resume of what the Wings have done for sports fans in this state, and you look at the resume even what the Pistons have done. There, there's, and Tigers, there's, there's some time allowed. But I will think they're reaching a critical juncture after you get rid of the head coach of Blashill, you get rid of your top farm affiliate head man, Ben Simon, that sooner or later, Stevie Y has got to figure out uh, 
how I do this with the salary cap. I got a lot of capital to trade with young players and get this team to be championship ready. You mentioned or a contender. I'm not saying there's no yeah. pressure and, on yeah. him to win a cup. And that's what you got to do. You got to get to the dance. Yes, that's yeah. all you have to do is get to the dance. Like I Florida, said earlier right? with Florida, Florida, like Panthers. like Florida's been unbelievable to watch. Just the fact that all four lines work. Well, look, I mentioned Toronto, Florida, Carolina, New Jersey, Dallas, Seattle, Vegas, and the Oilers. The Wings. I, I, that's again, it's not a sexy. Uh, remaining group, but you look at those franchises, and I don't think the Wings are that far behind half of them, right? Right. I think Dallas kind of has my vibe on winning it all. Maybe Carolina plays some great uh, defense. And Toronto, you know, I, who knows? I mean, but I don't think the Wings are that far. You talked about Bertuzzi, and uh, you floated Re- the thing about um, resigning him. Yeah. What, what uh, do you think? I mean, it's always a possibility. I mean, and like I told you before, like the playoff game is a different game, and he's a playoff player. Like he just finds a way to grind it and grease it out. And I mean, if he's not asking for so much money where you can, you know, delegate to other people, then they might, you know, sign him back. Yeah, but also if you sign him back, then some say, why'd you get rid of him in the first? You know, you go through that. Draft picks. Right. Yeah, we got that. If that we could have our cake and eat it too, because we've there got the go. draft picks for him, and then you sign him back. You got a fan favorite mm-hmm. there. That's awesome. Uh, Brad Dog Thompson, equipment manager for the Wings Top Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, legendary softball player out in Wyoming Park, kind of like the Babe Ruth of 44th Street in Burlingame. Uh, joining us in studio, Eric Zane for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, just search that. Uh, he's there daily, Monday through Friday, as the paid side of it, too. Free podcast. Search Eric Zane Show podcast. We also have our Mercantile Bank. Huge question of the day. How much longer before the Wings get back to the playoffs? I, I think next year. I think next year. I do. I really do. Um, you know, I, I think the, even despite getting a, uh, rid of uh, Tyler late, they there was uh, there was some spells late where they had played some pretty dang good hockey. I was filling in on this show with Darren McCarty on, and the Wings. They then right after that conversation, they went, they got they really really a poor stretch. But they were for a period of time uh, playing some great hockey late in the year. They've done that the last two years, and then they've had the late season collapses. Yeah, like the, when you sign uh, David Perron, who's won a Stanley Cup, like that's a pretty good guy to have in the room. I mean, you have a couple other defensemen that they signed that, you know, are there for two or three years. So, I mean, they're they're there, but it's going to have to be an all-year thing, not a play 40 games and then, you know, schlep on off. Dog. Oops, sorry, we, one we more quick thing. Oh, shoot. Well, you got, uh, you, got, well, you got quick thing. Quick, go ahead. No, I'll, I'll ask him off the air and then bring it up. All right, yeah, we'll have one final quick segment at the end here, Dog Thompson in studio. Swift moving hour, almost over. Thank you so much, my man. Love coming. And we'll, we'll finish up with you in a second. Dog Thompson, equipment manager for the Grand Rapids Griffins, Wings Top Farm Affiliate, Eric Zane, producing and also co-hosting on this Friday broadcast. You want to join us, Mercantile Bank listener line. Do you think the Wings get to the playoffs next year or how long? One eight six six. 838 Huge. Everything huge. 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Maybe you have a job as a dentist or a teacher or a student. But if you're driving in your car listening to this ad, your job right now is to drive. That's it. 
And that job does not involve touch screens or texts or scrolling through social media. It involves your hands on the wheel and your eyes on the road. Distracted driving is dangerous and deadly. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police has one simple request. Do your job. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more. And especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives. And they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration. That includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Get more info at TullymoreGolf.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MerckBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Attention hockey parents, the Meyer State Games of Michigan is holding tryouts for their Summer Games Hockey Tournament. Use coupon code HUGESHOW for 10% off registration when you go to stategamesofmichigan.com forward slash hockey. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Final segment this hour. Eric Zane Show, executive producer. Download that podcast wherever you download podcasts. Brad Dog Thompson, equipment manager. The godfather of hockey with the Wingstop Farm Affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. Also in studio with us. Good job today, my man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I always love to give your mom my best. You. I will. What's I her will. first name? I just. Deb. Yeah. I just know her dog's or know oh, yeah. her dog's mom. Oh yeah. yeah, she uh she called me today and I got to go help her next week with the mulch. All right, well tell her I said hello, okay, my man. All right, sounds good. Thanks yeah. huge for yeah. having me. Yeah, we love you, big man. Dog Thompson in studio. Zane will join me coming up after the top of the hour. We'll talk Lions. More on Peyton Thorne transferring from Michigan State to Auburn to be their future QB. I also want to remind everybody with the NBA playoffs going on, you're going to want to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use promo code HUGE when you sign up. 
They are an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers who download the app and use code HUGE when they sign up can make a $5 pre-NBA playoff game money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA playoff game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can make that $5 NBA playoff pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, that's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility wagering and deposit. Restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball scores. Now, if you missed any of our conversation this hour or any hour, our podcast will be back up Monday when Superfly gets back. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen on your schedule. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. Today's broadcast on the Huge Show Across Michigan is presented by Experience GR. From world-class attractions and outdoor recreation to nationally ranked food and craft beverages, Grand Rapids, Michigan is filled with unexpected surprises. Discover why Grand Rapids has been voted America's best beer city, the nation's craft beverage capital, and a top 20 U.S. foodie city. Get an eyeful of spectacular art and an earful of live music. Explore what Grand Rapids has to offer when it comes to family fun. Make your travel dreams continue and come true in Grand Rapids. Find out more at experiencegr.com. That's experiencegr.com. Today's broadcast is presented by Experience GR on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time for hour number two on a live Friday broadcast. Broadcast? Yeah, it's a broadcast. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show. Podcast is our executive producer. Superfly Hayes getting a couple of well-deserved days off. Mike Knubel, former U.S. Olympian in Italy, NHL star, played at Michigan for Red out of East Kentwood High School. He'll join us in studio here in about an hour. Zane also will check in with me. We'll go through 
some of the NFL headlines. More on Peyton Thorne officially transferring from Michigan State to Auburn. Who can blame the guy? As I've said all week, when starters leave, like Hunter Dickinson left Michigan for Kansas officially yesterday, it's a bad look for the school and the coaches. It is. I think it's kids saying, I don't believe we can compete and be a champion. And every school can't be a champion. And it comes down to money, reportedly, with Dickinson over a million bucks. I assume for Auburn to get a starting quarterback, from Michigan State, from a Big Ten Power 5 school, that Thorne got some dough. And you can play in a place where you think you can win more than your previous school. Obviously, Hunter Dickinson going to Kansas. Peyton Thorne going to Auburn. No word yet on Keon Coleman, where he could end up. I've been following Jim Comperoni and SpartanMag.com. We also threw out our Mercantile Bank huge question of the day. Do you think the Wings will be a playoff team next season? Talking a little hockey, Stanley Cup playoffs on this Friday. Talk Grand Rapids Griffins, Wingstop Farm Affiliate. More with Knubel on that. Like I said, in less than 60 minutes. You can answer that question. The Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Local team members, local decision makers. They're a bank you can trust and depend on. And that's more important than ever before. Thank you to our friends from Mercantile Bank. Also, there's some talk about the... NFL games overseas and some things leaking out connected to Germany. Somebody tweeted me and said the Lions are playing in Germany, and I'm like, okay, I haven't seen that yet, so I'm not going to buy in on it till I see it. Because you got to start getting these schedule leaks with the release set for May 11th by the National Football League. You're going to start getting other leaks. Yeah, someone, I, again, I don't go off of Twitter till I can verify it. All right? People are like, oh, yeah, they're going to play in Germany. I haven't seen it yet. When it's official, I'll go with it. I, I don't see the Lions as a, a big draw in Germany, but supposedly it was playing the Chiefs in Germany. Now... I haven't seen that. I just checked. I don't know if that's a big international draw, but then again, I was the one yesterday saying when the schedules do come out, and I was thinking the Lions and the Chiefs could be the NFL opener, but I I know we, we would love that in the state of Michigan. I don't know if that's a national draw. I know we would... We would love to see that. Could you imagine if the Lions were the season opener? Man, I I don't think they're going to get that. But I, I'm excited about the schedule release, so that's six days away. You know, originally there was some talk that the Lions 
think they could play in Germany, but I haven't gotten that confirmation against the Chiefs. Why, why play that game in Germany? Gosh, that's, you know, because you get the international one to balance. That way you get eight true away games and you get eight home games and you get one international game. So I guess if you're going to play the Chiefs, would you rather play them in Germany? I'll have Zane check that. Zane, somebody tweeted me and said that they heard that the Lions. Now, I I thought I read that they were spared the international game and they're going to play the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Somebody said, well, they're going to play in Germany. No, I think they, I, I had read before the draft that they're not going to play in Germany, that they're going to play the Chiefs at Arrowhead, which again leads me to that hope and belief that the Lions and Chiefs could be the NFL kickoff game on Thursday opening weekend in September in the yeah, NFL. That would be great. Um, but I but see, that, that's why you need a J-Mo, you know, J-Mo being suspended for six games hurts that national appeal. They did have monster ratings against the Packers. So, yeah. Um, now, do the Lions, do they have to, are they playing an overseas game this year? No, they, they were spared. The story okay. I read, that's why I was, you know, when someone tweeted me and I'm like, okay, I... There was a report from the free press that the Lions were spared the international game as the Bears will play the Chiefs in Germany. I'm thinking they should uh, put, like, uh, a number of countries on a giant wheel, like Wheel of Fortune, and spin it. And so you could have, like, the game in, like, Andorra or perhaps the Vatican. Here's what I would like, and I think the international games are worthless. Guatemala. Flat out, flat out, seriously, Eric, they're worthless. Play the preseason games in overseas locations. Yeah, I play play I games play games. games that don't mean anything in Mexico City. Play them in uh, Germany, London. Play the preseason games right now that Americans don't care about, but it would be a big deal to a foreign country. That's what you do. Can you imagine if you were a player and you had because like, the NFL wants to make it a world game? Is that ever going to happen? I mean. Do, it, I can't imagine being a, a roster and a team and you're, and you're based in Tijuana or wherever you play the preseason games. I don't, if you want to go on a PR tour and you want to get the shield, the NFL logo everywhere, uh, just, just go do that. Regular season. So let's say it's the Bears Chiefs in Germany and the game has some meaning. The fans there in Munich don't care. As much as you would or they would if you're playing in Chicago or in Kansas City. Take the preseason, make it a tour where every NFL team, I think you're down to what, three preseason games, they play one international preseason game. So you want to go to Toronto, you want to go to Vancouver, you want to play in Montreal, you want to play in Mexico City, one of your preseason games will be an international game where the whole week you're practicing, NFL's getting coverage. Moscow. Why not? Get a game in Ukraine and right. Moscow. Oh yeah, sure. Why? You know. Well, but do that. But they want because then I believe a an international fan is going to pay the big ticket price. There'll be excitement because they don't know the difference between preseason and a regular season game. But then the stars aren't going to play. So that's what the NFL wants to market Mahomes uh, worldwide. You know, they want to market the brand of 
I think New England, Kansas City will be two of the teams playing in Germany. They want to market that. You know, if you really wanted to during the year, have your teams, uh, like old-timer representatives, play there. So that, uh, you know, Earl Campbell will be running the ball, or maybe Billy Sims, or uh, I don't know, Jim Plunkett will be the quarterback for the Raiders team. All right, so here's what I mentioned earlier, that the NFL schedule is expected to be released one or less than a week now, six days would be uh, next Thursday. So the Patriots will be playing uh, the Saints and the Bears and the Chiefs, as previously reported in April, which I just mentioned. So the Lions won't have an international game. That's why I kind of hold on. Uh, I hold on to the Lions, Chiefs in the season opener. I mean that's that's where okay. So imagine on that Thursday night. Imagine or uh, Sunday night if that happens. If that let's just say it's a Thursday night game uh, kickoff the NFL season. Uh, Lions at the Chiefs. No one bets the Lions, and then the Lions come in, and if they win that game, mm. it's welcome to the prime time mm. for Detroit. Holy cow! That city would erupt. The whole state would erupt, and we would be. Okay, before we drank Kool-Aid, we'd be bathing and we'd be injecting Kool-Aid in with in with syringes into our body. Well, here's here's the situation when you look at the Chiefs home schedule. All right, and and the NFL reportedly the schedule 6 days will be released. I don't know what takes them so long, but they got to look at stadium openings. They waited on Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson to sign that created a delay. You're the NFL for that Chiefs home opener on Thursday. Look at the teams in front of the Lions you can pick from that are on the home schedule for the Chiefs this year. Philadelphia Eagles, you could get a Super Bowl rematch on that Thursday. All right. Buffalo Bills. Bills and the Chiefs always had great games. Miami, you could get Tua. You got the Chargers. Bears, that game's already going to be in Germany, uh, like we mentioned. You have the Lions. So, you know, I look at Thursday night, L.A. market number two, Chargers, but they don't really draw well there in terms of TV. I think it's Josh Allen versus Mahomes. Yeah, but that's, versus we've Mahomes. seen that. You know, that's a little. I, I think Lions and the Chiefs, well, the Chiefs have that home opener. They get to start the season. You know, Super Bowl champion does every year. I don't think they'll do a Super Bowl replay. You don't want the last game you saw to be nah. Eagles Chiefs, nah, right? I don't. I, I don't. I wouldn't like that, right? And you don't want the last game to be the same one. I think you're onto something. I I, I Lions, love I love the well because originally the there was talk the Lions were going to be that team playing the Chiefs in Germany. Then after the season ended, after the Lions had those great ratings on Sunday Night Football in America, there was a switch, and here come the Bears being announced as a team playing the Chiefs in Germany. So did they know we may throw Detroit on because Kansas City also doesn't want to play a tough team where they're going to lose right away when they start agreeing to or working with schedule makers. They don't want the Bills or the right. Eagles out of the gate, right? Lions, Chiefs. So we'll, we'll know. I, I, it looks like Thursday night, and then you'll start getting these leaks where you're already getting the leaks on the international games. Right. You'll start getting them – on the national opener, we'll get it before next Thursday. Mm, that would be great. It is. Uh, it is May five, of course, Cinco de Mayo, like yes. we talked about, and uh, training camp opens July thirty. Mm. So 
Two and a half months. So all of May, all of June, all, a little bit more than that. Closer to three full months. Well, I was thinking today while I'm eating lunch over at Ski Sub Shop downtown here right by our flagship station, 96 on the game, and I'm going, okay, you know, we get through the schedule announcement next Thursday. We do have Meyer LPGA week. We have the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational week in July. Tigers did just sweep the Mets, where I'll give them some love. But I believe you won't be able to talk enough about the Lions and Michigan football right through the season's next oh, year. Oh, you don't think Michigan State? Michigan. I think they're, they're going to have a fantastic year. Oh, here you go. I, th- I don't know what it is with you and okay. Spartan football. Okay, here we go. Look. Hold on. The year starting off in a fantastic matter or manner, uh, Zane, that Peyton Thorne just announced ah. he's the quarterback at Auburn. Keon Coleman, That's okay. their best offensive player, remaining after Jane yeah, Reed was taken. Yeah, Coach Tucker. And uh, I know that he's going to lead uh, Spartan Nation to glory this upcoming uh, year, and I don't know why you, you don't know, think so. You know what I feel coming, and this is where it's not about on air. I feel you with a campaign now until well, the season starts on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Yeah, well, you're darn right. At, at, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, I sense you're going to start to fly the flag for a national championship season for Mel Tucker at Michigan State well, Football. Well, all I know is that 60 seconds ago, you said, Oh, we got a lot of be excited about the Lions no, in Michigan. No, you can't talk enough. You, you can't you talk enough about the Lions in Michigan football. You, you right didn't now. mention the Michigan State Spartans, and I know that Spartan Nation would be very disgusted with that. And uh, I, I'm here to represent because Spartan Nation to just, me is the lunch pail. You are group. you are the premier agitator instigator. I don't know you what you're talking that, about. That I'm. Um, uh, so you get to summer, which unless the Tigers are in or the Pistons are going deep in the playoffs or the wings, uh, we know how to deal with it. You take a lot of vacation time, which you do, and you look at what creates interest. And how do I judge what creates interest? Not by teams I like. Oh, that's a I, lie. I, no. <laughs> You're a liar. No, I don't. I don't. I do. I never judge my right show. Right now, listen to me. Uh, teams that I like, right I don't now, do that. Right now, all those the fist no. pumping. I can hear the fist bumping from the Spartan fans. Michigan, They're loving this. Let me tell you this uh, on our podcast hits, which are getting like two hundred thousand a month, which is awesome. That Michigan, the Lions first, Michigan second, dwarf anything over the last two years. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a opinion. I don't know if uh, any of that's true. Spartan Nation had a rough year, but uh, they're coming back, and I'm excited about Mel Tucker. You know, and it's Spartans. not just the fact that you're in the studio with me today that I believe now between May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, until we get started the college football season, oh, yeah. which is end of August, yeah. you are going to be flying the green and white flag well, that it, Bill Simonson is anti-Michigan State. It's just so disgusting to hear. You in my are, opinion, you do you wake up every morning and say, "Who can I irritate today? Who can I? How can, irri- how can me rooting for the team that you dismissed months before they're even getting ready to start practice? How can me oh, rooting for them okay. be be antagonizing? Okay. It's, it's right. so frustrating. So, excuse me, uh, Mister uh, Sparty, is that 
Peyton Thorne, their starting quarterback, is now the starting quarterback, or at least in the mix, at Auburn in the SEC. Okay. Keon Coleman, the best returning offensive player, is in the portal. They got Brantley the corner to come back, which was a good get back. They, I don't know who any of these people are, you know, by the way. You know nothing about the team. I have no idea. So that's why you're just All flat I know, out yes. an instigator. I don't know any of those names you just said, oh and I don't God. care. I don't even, I'm not even going to play... Name three guys on Michigan State's football roster. I'm not going to do that. I don't need to know okay, any. No, what, All I know is Mel Tucker. So what will begin today on May 5th, my guess is through that fourth week in August, you're going to want to listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Follow him on Twitter and Facebook because he is going to just tell everybody that Bill Simonson is anti-Michigan yes. State. Well, they all have known that. They've known that Forever. I mean, I, I I get daily, I get e- emails from people oh. saying, why do you even talk to that imbecile? And I'm like, well, now that's just Trust rude. That, I don't like that, that. That's a two-way street. I'm like, I'm like, you can't say those things about Bill. He's a sweet soul. but I, I, do, I say the I same mean, things about you back to... Bill named his house the big people. house. He painted it. it. It looks like Michigan Stadium. It's a mini version of the stadium. He sleeps in an open-air house. Oh, uh, I'm I'm really not upset about you having an opinion, but I just sense that this is going to linger with you because you got the ultimate obsessive compulsive disorder. I'm, Bill, I'm trying to help you no, because no, I want more Spartan gonna, fans to listen. And it, if, you you are going to ride this on your podcast, on Twitter, on Facebook when you fill in when I go on vacation this oh, yeah. summer. You're it's going to be a green and white Monday. You know, you're it's going to be. You're going to have Green Day music coming in and out of every I'm break. I'm going to bring Doug Skeen on and go, hey, Doug, how are you? And he's going to get on and I'm going to hang up on him. You're going to tell Superfly you want nothing but Michigan State guests. All Michigan State guests. Uh, if Michigan uh, uh, wins a national championship, I, we, it will not be discussed. If I'm here the day after the national championship, I'll say, hey, what's going on? Anything? No sports happened. Man, what? You know, <laughs> what I what – I, as I was talking about that people can't get enough of Michigan and the Lions, I, I saw that look on your face, and you said, he just opened the magic door. <laughs> he just he <laughs> just opened <laughs> he opened a new golf versus Stafford yep. magic door yep. that if I spend the entire summer from Cinco de Mayo today until well, they open up against Cento, I think, right, September 1st, yep. on the Friday, that if I ride the flag that Bill hates Michigan State and I can get people to hate him, then I've achieved my goal. Yes, that would make me so happy. Oh. You have me figured out, Bill Simon. I, I know there is your no look. I know I've been around there you enough no where when the light bulb goes off with you, you oh, get yeah. this look of peace across your face. Well, it's where so you're like, simple. You're like, did he just tee this up for me? Well, yeah. If you go on the radio, there's 8,000 radio stations that you have. I forget how many are in the network now. It's just, 19 it's, statewide people for the station close to them. Go yeah. to huge show. Two things you like to do. Count your millions of dollars you get from yeah, this network. You bet. And then the other thing is be a uh, Michigan uh, anti-Michigan State. Not so much a Michigan homer because that, that you, you actually are anti-Spartan football. Everybody right. knows it. Strap yourself in, folks. Eric Zane Show podcast. Eric, over the next two and a half months, he'll let you know that yeah. I hate Michigan. He didn't say Michigan State basketball. No, you know if it wasn't for your very close friendship with uh, with Tom Izzo. What about Drew Neitzel, too? 
Well, yeah, there you go. But um, so you're saying I just hate Michigan State football? Yeah, well, not I was the university. I, before I got in here, I was talking to Jeff Smoker, and he said, "Look, uh, who's married to Tammy Brand? Yes, Johnny of course, Brand, legend, uh, you know, his daughter. and uh, he married up. He married up, and you were uh, talking to him, and he I said, I, he Jeff, said, I hate he, Michigan State football.' He said, he said, do you think maybe you can get you can work this in because I'm sick and tired of him.'" You know, uh, attacking the Spartans, attacking Coach Tucker. It's awful, 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 awful. I was almost having the perfect day. Eric Zane, Eric Zane Show podcast uh, in studio. Uh, You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Go Spartans! Sparty! There there are times when I know I've created a monster, and this is one of them. Thank you, Eric. Uh, you, and well, I'm still here. I'm not leaving. Be, no, you, you, you have a couple segments with yeah, me. Yeah, I can't wait. I get, I, we get to finish up this wait. hour. I'm looking at the clock. It's How awesome. much time's left? This is the best show ever. Okay, Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast in studio here on this Friday edition of The Huge Show. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. The one-two. Right side, there it is! Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. 
Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan Friday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is on a four-day getaway with the guys, getting some golf and fun and well-deserved break here at the end of this week. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast joining us in studio last couple of days. Always fun. Great conversation on and off air. Uh, you can find the Eric Zane Show podcast wherever you download podcasts. He has the free version and also the Patreon version for a minimal a charge, just search Eric Zane's show podcast. I was looking at CBSSports.com, and they were ranking every team for their offseason moves so far. And just beyond the draft, but talking about free agency and the draft and the combination, you know, the Lions are popping up everywhere I turn as the team, the surprise team. You know, ironically, they're talking about Jacksonville, Going yep. next level in the AOC, but remember what the Lions did to Jacksonville right, exactly. and Detroit? I saw that. Power rankings had Jacksonville at six, mm, and Detroit not in the top ten. And you know what? That's good for – I'm glad because that keeps the chip on but the that's, shoulder. That's where both AOC and NFC – in the NFC, I've seen them where they're not any lower than six. Maybe one I saw seven. NFL power rankings was like 12, wasn't the Lions? I, I didn't Last see it. Last one I, I saw. Didn't see yeah. it. I, I saw the uh, uh, AFC-NFC one, and uh, it had – uh, San Diego uh, in, uh, was 10. Yeah, Dallas was like 7. And Jacksonville was 5 or 6. And I was like, I think the Lions are uh, uh, better than than a lot of those teams right now. CBSSports.com, the number one team combining free agency and the draft at the top of their list, your Detroit Lions. Wow. You know, the only thing I'm uh, bummed out about, and I'm glad he did it because he wanted to be close to his mother, was Deuce Staley. Just a stud. Uh, you know, uh, the, his, the way he is with the players, he really coaches them up. He's tough. And, uh, you know, I, I, I learned about him while watching Hard Knocks, and I fell in love with that guy. Yeah, all the, uh, all the bickering he did with Aaron Glenn was awesome. And he, he was on DeAndre Swift a lot. Then yeah. you could see that Swift wasn't a favorite of the Lions coaches, and now he's a member of the Eagles. And I like what he did. You know, Philly and the media and Twitter, they try and stoke these fires People do that for a living, and he said, "I have no hard feelings about." No, no. I, I I loved Swift. I love. I don't love that he's on the Eagles because I think I don't like helping your competition yeah, and teams I, you're chasing. You know, they're already a Super Bowl team, and you've just added a back who a potential. Again, he hasn't shown it, but if he no. he's from that area in Philly, he'll get if, it going. If he's the guy that scores the game-winning touchdown in Detroit with the Lions with home field advantage, yeah. to keep them from the Super Bowl, that would be. I think he's uh, he's going to give teams fits, and I think that anybody that can be a uh, piece w- uh, with Jalen Hurts with what he's done and how quickly he's blossomed, um, 
I, 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 to me, Philly's the odds-on favorite. Yeah, I'm glad thing. Philly didn't. When there was that talk uh, in March that they might get Derrick Henry, I was like, no, no. And same thing about Lamar Jackson before he did re-sign with Baltimore that he could end up in San Francisco. I was like, that would derail uh, the Lions. Philly's still the team to beat. I think San Francisco complete roster, even with Sam Darnold as their quarterback, as Purdy uh, will recover from the elbow surgery, is my second team. And then I'd probably give the Cowboys based on that defense. And like I said, Lions are four or five. One note on the CBSSports.com ranking the combination of free agent signings with the draft classes. Lions, Jets, Panthers, and I'm concerned about this one, the Bears. Bears had a great offseason. And if Fields can learn how to throw the football with the way he can run, that's a concern. I know we're just saying it's Minnesota and the Lions for the NFC North this year, but you know, the, well, the, they'd have to make a real giant no, step. And the giant step is Fields year. being able to throw the ball right, more you know, than he has to run it, right? Okay, let me put this in front of you. Uh, if you could choose between Jared Goff, Lamar, and Hertz. Who does Bill Simonson pick? Probably Hurts. Right. I did pick the same thing. Right. I, I, I would, would choose Jalen Hurts over anybody in the league right now. Because of his combination, his ability to run. But if that's my point about Fields, Eric. If Fields settles down on throwing the football, and they added DJ Moore, who I love, the receiver from the Panthers. If he settles down throwing the football, that's a big concern. That okay. really is. Yeah, maybe. And, maybe. and the NFC North, because you got, you got the Bears twice. And I think Fields... Lamar in the open field is still the best, but Fields last year, well, one of the best run run years I've ever seen from a quarterback. And he, the Lions, he gave the Lions fits in that first game, and uh, we had to come back to a win miracle. that one. Yeah, like was it twenty one in the yeah, fourth? Yeah, and he he put the Bears on his back. And Thanksgiving, you remember, before he banged up his hip, he was running all over the Lions. Then he had to stay in the pocket, and that's when the Lions took control. I do want to read what CBSSports.com did say about the Lions. They addressed Glaren's secondary. This is a combination why they were ranked number one between free agent signings and the draft. They addressed Glaren's secondary holes both aggressively and frugally, adding a trio of physical starters in Cameron Sutton from the Steelers, Emmanuel Mosley from San Francisco, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. For less than fifty million combined, David Montgomery uh, is a fine lateral substitute for Jamal Williams in the backfield, and returning John Kaminsky and Alex Anzalone ensures the rest of their D has fight. They drafted in an unorthodox way, prioritizing devalued positions early, but running back Jameer Gibbs uh, has a, adds a lot of electricity. And safety Brian Branch and linebacker Jack Campbell should bring even more range to the defense. There's your Detroit Lions. Number one, CBSSports.com on the combination of free agent signings and that recent draft in Kansas City. Quite a resurgence uh, for Alex Anzalone because he, at this point last year, we were like... One and six. Even at one and six, it was get rid of him. Oh, yeah. And then this guy, I don't know what happened. What, what? It's like he, he figured something out. It was like flipping a switch. Yeah, I, I, if you remember when even Aaron Glenn, there was talk, hey, he needs to go when they're 1-6 and six and they're giving up 48 to right. Seattle. I think the Lions simplified things and just let these guys play, right? right simplified on. it yeah. and made it you know uh, the simpler the better. 
And they took off that 8-2 finish, and except really for, you know, the Carolina egg on Christmas Eve, right? Yeah, right. That was, oh, my God. They, they have that win. They're a playoff team. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, when you look back on that year, the Buffalo, remember on Thanksgiving how weird that one was? Late, when Buffalo came back. When late. they went to work on Miami in the first half and then just stunk yeah. it up, right? The Minnesota, the first Minnesota game was just, oh. Think about they were nine and eight, and they're close to being a twelve-win team yeah, last year. They, they really were. They really were. Wow! But we went through the road schedule yesterday. That is tough. Uh, with nine games, I think four and five on the road, and you have to win seven and one minimum at home. Absolutely, that's your eleven wins. Win at home. Win and at eleven home. should win you. That would include beating Minnesota twice. Should win you eleven. Should win you the NFC North if you're the Lions. Yeah, I believe that. I believe. I think ten wins can win the NFC North. Could. Yeah. I mean, but there's 17 games now, so it's just exciting to talk about the Lions. That's why I said earlier, you can't talk enough about the Lions. People are ready. Right. Training camp doesn't Lions, happen until the end of Spartans. Lions, Woo! Michigan football. Oh, Bill's I, got a, a maize shoe no, on no, and a yeah, blue I'm shoe a, on. I'm going to do a Twitter poll when I'm done with the show. Between now and the end of July, who carries more excitement on conversation you talk about with your friends, your family, your coworkers, or that you would like to hear? Lions, Michigan football, or Michigan State football? Well, it'll be, it, won't, it won't be Michigan State. How would you rank it? It won't be right now. I mean, my uh, heart tells me Michigan State number one, and then the Lions, and then and then the Wolverines. <laughs> but my my brain tells me Lions, Wolverines, and Michigan State. But after Michigan State opens up at four and zero, you know, and after they beat Michigan, right, ruin their yeah, season. Yep, yeah. Okay. After that, and All they're right. competing for a spot and- in the playoffs. I mean. It'll be a different story. Wow. Okay. I got Michigan undefeated the entire season national champions. Now they're going to lose eight games. Okay, Eric. Um, we'll talk to you with Knubel coming up in a little bit, okay? Oh, yeah, and he went to Michigan. Yeah. So, yeah, and he, he knows. We got to go pick him up here in a he few minutes. He told me that he's uh, – I was talking to him the other day. He says, I can't believe how much I'm in love with Michigan State football these days. Okay, go get Knubel. Yeah. He'll be downstairs. Thank you, Eric. All right, thank you. Yeah, man. Eric Zane for the yeah. Eric Zane Show I'm going podcast. To get him right now. Yeah, download the Eric Zane Show podcast. It's free. Follow Eric Zane on Twitter and Facebook. NBA playoffs continue tonight. Uh, huge hoops action with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So here's a cool deal for new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGEWIN. You sign up, you'll be able to make a $5 NBA playoff pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Just open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. 
That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. We did throw out our Bushlight huge question of the day, and we'll talk more hockey with Knubel from the Wings, or about the Wings, former Wing, uh, here in about 15 minutes. Do you think the Wings will be a playoff team next year in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs? Answer that on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Bill Simonson with my good friend Greg Harris back inside the leadership locker room. And businesses have mergers and acquisitions going on all the time. What's your sage advice for that business decision maker or owner? Bill, that's a great question. I think my um, position in M&A work, uh, merger and acquisitions, is helping a family business get to that place of transitioning ownership and leadership well so they have good Easter's and Christmases. And the role I play as navigator, there's always going to be an attorney, there's always going to be a CPA, but a navigator helps the family stay together and move that journey down that merger and acquisition place where everyone ends up winning, winning. Go to MaximizeLeadership.com to learn more about mergers, acquisitions, and hiring that navigator. That's MaximizeLeadership.com or call toll-free 1-888-308-1600. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Final segment, hour number two on a live Friday broadcast being heard statewide on 19 fabulous radio stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net, free stream, also online at thehugeshow.net. And you can listen live and hear all the podcasts on the iHeart app. Just search The Huge Show. Anywhere in America where you get uh, mobile service, just search The Huge Show. You want to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, locations all across Michigan. You'll find the brands in Bay City where you can enjoy a $6.99 Steakhouse burger, basket, and fries for lunch Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at all locations, including the brands in Caledonia, brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown GR. And you'll find the brands in Cascade, just east of GR. $6.99, Steakhouse, Burger, Basket, and Fries, Eric. Sounds good. $6.99. I'm hungry. And it's for dine-in or take-out, so you can go to brands.com. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. Happy hours twice a day at all brands' locations. And watch the Tigers NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, PGA Tour this weekend. At the brands close to you, go to brands.com. Still got the huge burger there, right? Yeah, the steakhouse burger, huge yeah. burger. Yeah. Does it come with like uh, an amazing blue uh, no, type of. No, it uh, doesn't. A no? Thousand Island dressing. Okay. I thought maybe they had like uh, some paper, uh, put it on the paper with amazing blue. Michigan. I, here's a message to the Michigan State fans, some of you that I want to pass along. Not uh, Eric Zane's newfound love of Michigan State football. I read an opinion piece, I think, just on Twitter or a comment that the Michigan State fans now are trashing Peyton Thorne, that they didn't need him, but he's going to an SEC school to be a starter, and you were 5-7 and seven last year and well, didn't go to a bowl game, and Michigan State saying that they don't need Peyton Thorne? Well, some fans would say that. Those aren't, those are, you know, that's, that's an aggressive bunch. Maybe They're probably just a little butthurt. off a little butthurt. bandwagon today. You know, that's okay. Bandwagons are meant to be jumped off. Eric Zane will be with me one final hour straight ahead. Mike Knubel will talk Stanley Cup playoffs, Griffin's hockey. His son Cole on his way to Notre Dame. Other son Cam plays down at Western. So some hockey conversation coming up. Big. Bad. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Today's broadcast on the Huge Show Across Michigan is presented by Experience GR. From world-class attractions and outdoor recreation to nationally ranked food and craft beverages, Grand Rapids, Michigan is filled with unexpected surprises. Discover why Grand Rapids has been voted America's best beer city, the nation's craft beverage capital, and a top 20 U.S. foodie city. Get an eyeful of spectacular art and an earful of live music, Explore what Grand Rapids has to offer when it comes to family fun. Make your travel dreams continue and come true in Grand Rapids. Find out more at experiencegr.com. That's experiencegr.com. Today's broadcast is presented by Experience GR on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. 
From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time for our third and final hour on this Friday broadcast being produced by Eric Zane, who's filling in for Superfly Hayes, who's off yesterday and today, deserving a well-earned weekend of fun on the golf getaway up north. Hope he hits the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. You can book your getaway today at TullymoreGolf.com, less than an hour north of GR. Inside this hour, former NHL star Mike Knubel, West Michigan resident, will join us in studio, former Olympian. Also, a former coach with the Grand Rapids Griffins, the Wings Top Farm affiliate. His son, Cole, playing in Fargo in the USHL. He'll be at Notre Dame in the fall. Other son, Cam, down in Western. Mike will join us in studio with Eric Zane. Uh, For the Eric Zane Show and Mike, our longtime friends through their connections with the Grand Rapids Griffins. Mike calls Eric Zane one of the great voices in hockey history, a modern-day Harry Carey of that. hockey. He, he always speaks highly of you. Except for when I, uh, when you see like a child on the big board, I go, oh, hello, baby. He hates that. <laughs> he hates I couldn't you. even look at you while you were doing that. This I, year. I would Just always, because we talked about it before. I, I would, every time I, I do look it, at you. I'd look at the bench. <laughs> See, I should have made eye contact. You know what happens, yeah. you know, noobs, that when Eric knows something bothers you, oh. he will oh. twist and oh. bring it till you. He, you know, he tried to accuse me of earlier that I hate Michigan State football because I said Michigan football and the Lions get podcast hits, more tweets, more Facebook lights, uh, likes, interaction, anything. And he says, well, that's because you hate Michigan State football. He said about, about me. Yeah. You're bandwagoning. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, but but back to that one thing. I'm so mad. I did, I'm mad at myself now. I For not acknowledging you. It. Yeah, you guys. See, I knew, you guys yeah. are always so what you tough to explain, well, explain what you're talking about okay. for people. Who so like I, it's almost don't know. like baby talk. So if there's a young child on the big board and you're at, at the Griffins yeah, game, the between, whistles, between whistles, between whistles, TV whistles, timeouts. And I go, oh, whatever. hello, baby. Oh, hello. And he thinks that sounds so stupid. <laughs> and he said that it like a, last time I was in here with you guys. Yeah. So it was maybe the holidays. Yeah, yeah, or and and so he's like, oh, God, come on. And, so you uh, do that on purpose and I look do it at just him. Just look at him, and he never cracks. He's, these these guys on the bench, they never, they don't like to show that you're getting. You're, you, know. you live for that. Eric. Oh my gosh, you live. You look look how happy he is. It is. Meanwhile, I'm scribbling on my note card. I hate Eric. I hate Eric. <laughs> I hate Eric. <laughs> this is stupid. Do you see him? Do you the look of peace he has yeah. when he knows he gets to I get somebody? Giddy. I get giddy. You do. Yeah. You it look does happy. It, he does have a smirk on his face. And, I, and it's yeah. live by that, die by that. That has been since I was a little young man. Really? Well, I'm, I'm always little. Would you say that qualifies under sociopathic behavior? I think it does. Mental disorder? All of the above. Or just a, an yes. a-hole? I, I, Correct. I think, Correct. Thank you. I, I mean, I'm Guilty. just asking, I'm yeah. asking you where it is. So there's a guy, Eric Naki, who's in charge of all the video and stuff. And I'm, sure, the I'm Griffins, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so everything you see on the big screen when you're down at the game, he, he's, he's in control of it all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I'm sure Eric is telling him, every time Wait. I'm here, do the baby thing. Oh, yeah. Because I know it bugs oh, yeah. How many times stuff. do you do that during a game? If there's a child on the screen, I acknowledge like 10 the times? child. 
if they if if they put it on ten times, I'm going to do it ten times. If I if I happen to see it, and you can t- here here's what's interesting, Knubel, because I know Sneaky Man to my right is that he'll tell that video guy keep putting the baby up yeah. because I know it drives well, Knubel crazy. I can I can one up you. He'll put the baby up. I'll go hat out, and then. He'll have a camera on him. Should have had one on me. <laughs> <laughs> and you see him looking away. He, he wouldn't he's, look at you. He's not paying. He's acting like he's not paying attention. But he's 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 seething. He's like, oh, oh gosh, it's so great just to reminisce with Zane about the people he irritates for a living. <laughs> uh, all that's more fun too. Like you know, we just didn't win quite enough games this year. I mean, we were winning more games, you know. Then I just yeah, I, well, that would have been funny. So do a split screen and have me up there. I would just go like this. You, they head, need, just, they yeah. need to actually shoot one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, again, there's been some changes with the coaches. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. we had Ben in studio yeah. right after oh, the change. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. He he talked about how much he loved his staff. And, yeah. you know, it's just uh, it's business. It wasn't personal, right? You've been around the right. block yeah. a lot. You know how it went down. How'd they tell you that you were you were done? Well, we just had a conversation the next day, you know. and, and they After did, Ben you know, was and I'm, I was always there as a part-time guy and, I didn't have official contract and all that stuff. Kind of had a little side side agreement or whatever. And then, you know, they just kind of talked about it. We're going to just change our structure in there. And, and you're talking to who at this time? John Horkoff, assistant GM. Right. And it's his job. And so, um, you know, they asked if I'd be working, you know, be interested in working full time. And I'm kind of like, well, I don't know, you know. but Oh, so um, that, that actually was a, a thing that they wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, I mean, these things change all the time. You know, who knows? This thing could go a lot of different directions. Yeah, right on. And since you're here, you know, you never know. You never know. what. Doug Thompson was in hour number one. He thinks they may go with a European-style coach because of all the Europeans they have in the minor leagues in terms of communication development. There might be. I mean, or the Griffins. Yeah, no, the there are, I mean, we had half a dozen Swedes here, I think, a Finnish kid, two Finnish kids. So probably, you know, seven to eight guys here at one point that were, you know, not North American and – Maybe that's an idea. You know, again, like I, you don't know which way this thing's going to go and it could change. And Did he ask you what type of coach, head coach, uh, that the Griffins could use? Orkoff? No, not really. You know, that's their, you know, that's their decision. I gave, you know, my opinion on things that happened during the season and, and, uh, and, and, you know, I care to keep those private a little yeah, bit. Well, you but, bet, yeah. you know, and those are, those are, you know, you know, tell me your thoughts on what you thought you saw this season. And so, um, you know, but at the end of the day, they're the ones who hire the coach and, they can take uh, anybody's um, thoughts or not not critiques, but you know what I mean. Their their input on a season and how they thought things went and which what caused what, and and they can either put it in the bank and think about it, or they can just be like, okay, thank you for your time and move on. Everybody's been in a meeting, right? When you're yeah, you, you know feel like coming. your boss is either listening to you or not listening to you. Or, or you, you, you might as well be just talking coming, to the wall, right? Yeah, or you know something's yeah. coming when yeah. you. I mean, you know, it's it's just like everybody's job, you know they. You sit in meetings and you're like, "This is not good," or you sit in meetings and you feel oh, like this yeah. guy's really listening oh, to yeah. me. Yeah, everybody's yeah, he's listening to me. He's not listening. He or she's listening to me. They're not listening to me. Uh, I could might as well be talking to the wall right now because I get the same response. But they're all you know. It's it's this gets it's you know you talk about business. It's person. It's we're all in hockey. And it you know you get to know you guys really well. You know, and then the business side kicks in at times where. You know, Sean's got to make hard decisions, you know, through Steve, and that's the way it goes. I mean, that's everybody knows that's the deal when you get in the business. And for you, like you said, you were more of a part-time, if I can use that, mm-hmm. not as a negative, yeah. but just, you know, you're busy with uh, your family and Cole and playing in the USHL, going to go to Notre Dame. You had Cam, who had a great year for Western, who had a heck of a hockey season down in Kalamazoo. You got your daughter 
in college. You got your wife. You guys are traveling all around. So yeah. I think when you were told, you're kind of like, okay, uh, maybe I'll uh, look at. I might look at full time. I got my kids. I'm following, playing. They got yeah. the Southside Ice Arena. Everything else you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but for someone like Ben and the full time guys, it, it means that you know your families could be moving. Yeah, and it's right? you have to make hard decisions. And yeah, anybody's been transferred or you have a job change and. And this business, your job changes 99.9% time not going to be in the same city that you've just been in, right? You're moving on somewhere. And so those those require, you know, tough decisions. And, when, you know, like Ben and our staff, you've been here for a couple of years. You've been here for six, seven years. The kids like it. They age out a little bit. They age up. They get older. You know, anybody with teenage daughters knows, uh, you know, it's not. Right the high school years, yep. it's not. They're not all about ready to leave high school and switch high schools during their high school years. So. Maybe some are, but ninety the ones I've run into, my daughter included, yeah. like not a chance. Older and wiser you yeah. are. Um, can you take us back to when you left the Red Wings? You're a, you're a young man, uh, super young and green. And was that did you handle it differently when that happened? You mean uh, as a player? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I was in and out of the lineup here. You know, I probably played three quarters of the games that one year I was there and. Everybody knows what the Red Wings were in the late '90s. Who was here? You know, it was a pretty stacked team, and and, and you know, the guys like Thomas Holmstrom were a little bit in front of me in the depth chart. Even Matthew Dandino, and uh, you know, they kind of did me a. They did Detroit at the end of the day did me a huge favor. You know how so? And because I got to go to New York and I played 82 games. Okay, you know, I played with Wayne Gretzky his last year there. I got to experience some stuff. With the Rangers. Yeah. Right? yeah. Were you yeah. after – okay, how much time passed from leaving the Red Wings? Were you were you traded or were you let go? Yeah, no, during training camp I was driving down 275 on the way to the rink from Northville where we just bought a house. Okay. Which I don't even know why we did that. But we bought a house and I was on my way down to a, an exhibition game. I think I pulled over at six miles, seven miles, somewhere over there. You know, I think I was going down 275 to 96 into the city. And then uh, – just pulled over, and I think I had one of those. A beeper. Those old, no, it was Nextel. Oh, it was Nextel. My buddy worked for Nextel back oh, in the wow. day, so he, he caught me a Nextel phone, and somehow somebody got had that number, and then, um, uh, yeah, pulled over, and getting off 275 in that area, you yeah, know, yeah. it was like exactly just getting off there, and your mind just is just blown for a hot second. You're like, I don't even know how you make it off there. You just try and find an area just to pull over and stop for a hot second. You know, not cause an accident trying to get off the highway. So you pulled over because of the news? Or yeah. Because, okay, yeah, so you pull yeah, over, you get it, the news, you kind of take a breath. And Who's was calling it? you then? Yeah. The I don't even remember news. who it was. Yeah. It was. Probably Kenny. Kenny, I think Kenny. Kenny Holland, right? Yeah, I imagine it was him. Or maybe Jim Nell. Ta- I think Jim Nell was his assistant. Was doing a good job with Dallas. Nell, right yeah. Yeah. Was it part of a trade? No, it was. Um, uh, so at that point. At that point, they would they you come into training camp, and then you could protect like twenty four players, and they would and and then leave other guys exposed. And they had what they called a waiver draft there. Gotcha. And I okay. think they got they might like Tim Taylor, who was a Red Wing guy. I think he went to Boston or I don't know somewhere New York maybe, and he turned that into a really big contract somehow. Not somehow, but he did. And uh, um, at some point in his career, he was he was in one of those. But then they, they yeah, and every team got to go through and pick one guy. And they felt like they were going to lose me in that, so they traded me. For okay. like, I think it was like a second round pick to New York, and then at the end of that season, they traded that pick back for Al Samuelson, who had played with me in New York, and they got Al Samuelson back here in Detroit for that that Stanley Cup. I don't know wow. if he was there another year or not, but oh, yeah, I barely Gretzky, remember that. Right, Samuelson, Gretzky, yeah, so. final year, yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, and then you know, I signed another contract, so I got to play eighty two games, and then I turned that into another contract. Yeah, and then you keep going from there. Yeah, it so was... those are times when you know, as a young player, like you need a chance. It's great. You'd love to stay in Detroit and be 
you know, Hometown one of those G, guys. Yeah. yeah, it was very easy. You know, certainly when I got that call, I'm like, holy cow, New York City. I'm like, oh, like, I don't know anything about New York City. But uh, it was it was uh, it was crazy. But it's life and life as a young player and moving on. And it was, was great your, for our life. And then I think we were out there for the next 13 years. Who so, was the coach that year? Or John Muckler. Okay. Wow. Like John Muckler and, you know, Craig McTavish was a coach. Charlie Huddy was a coach. Um, oh, Keith Edmonton Acton, Oiler, yeah. Yeah, all Oilers. Then we playing with Adam Graves, Jeff Bukaboom. Um, Wayne Gretzky, Estetikinen. So it was like the whole. It was there was wow. There was like there was like a dozen guys either playing, coaching, or in the organization that were from those those, those Oilers. Those teams. teams. Yeah, when yeah. they killed everybody. You know, you're just missing Paul Coffey. Glenn Anderson was retired, and he'd he'd run the wives through their like their, you know he'd do a wives practice, you know. And so there were guys. I mean, there were so many guys around there that were off that Edmonton team. It's incredible. Yeah. So what's a were you ever blindsided in terms of I, – I don't think you've ever been released, have you? No. By a team? Uh, no. No. Yeah. One of my proudest things, I never got put on waivers. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't think – I was going yeah. through just mentally with all our conversations over the last decade uh, while you were playing and when you were done. I, I don't think you've ever been released. You did the one game with the Griffins, right? Was that yeah. it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. One game and then Flyers called me that night. Right. Exactly. And then you went right back to the it's Flyers. It's a hell of a game. Yeah, what, 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 he, must been, he must have been really good uh, in that game. So but Yeah, no, I think I got traded once, yeah, New York to Boston and then played out there. Then Boston, I, I left Boston. I was unrestricted free agent to Philadelphia and unrestricted to Washington and then unrestricted That's back pretty to cool, Philly. though, to have that career. Yeah, so I, guess, be, I guess I got Coast, traded, right, not have I the I pain, got traded right? twice, yeah. Detroit to New York, New York to Boston. Not a lot of heartache in your career, is there? No, it wasn't. I mean, it was hard. I mean – Second time I got traded, I guess my wife was pregnant with our oldest, and then you're feeling pressure that you got mouths to feed, right? Your family's getting bigger. You're trying to have a family, and you're like, hmm, I better stay in the league for a while. <laughs> yeah. How many years were you, were you in the league, NHL? How many officially? At that point? Yeah. Oh, no, overall? Yeah. Overall, yeah. 15 and change, 15 wow. and part of another year. So. so so few people have yeah. been able to do that. And that the U.S. Is, Olympics in Italy. Yeah, that is, yeah. That yeah. is really spectacular. Yeah. No, I got way more out of it than I ever bargained for, that's for sure. And, and watching your kids now, Cole. Uh, yeah. So well, he had a game winner last night, he right? Did, yeah, they're up 1-0 in their Fargo conference Fargo in the USHL, right? Fargo against Lincoln. So the other side is Chicago Steel and Youngstown Phantoms. So. Are you you're able to watch those online? Yeah, yeah. It's on Flow Hockey. They do a nice thing. They cover the East Coast League. They cover a lot of college stuff. And, they, like, anybody who has a lacrosse player or somebody out east or out west, like, they do some really random sports. Almost like ESPN+. Plus. But even a little bit more random. Have you? This is a weird question, but have you ever been watching him play and he suffered some type of injury and you're like, "What the hell am I watching?" I mean, you know, and you get really concerned and panicked and wondering about the health of your of your child. Well, that's a horrible question to ask right now. Oh no! <laughs> but no, because because they play tonight and stuff. Oh okay. But uh, um, <laughs> sorry, jeez. But no, go, Johnny. No, yeah, you know, I watch. I watch everything, and uh, it's uh, again. Here he goes messing with me again. But no, it's um, <laughs> um, it wasn't intentional this time. What if hits Zane live on air? Oh, no. well, yeah, it is. It, it, I you was know, it part, of, part of the Bennett, sometimes you see it live and then sometimes you see it on yeah. video. You can back up and see what happened. Yeah. Um, but kind of lucky like that. Like all the kids have been. Uh, How does he, when, when something happens where someone does something like a slew foot, is he, does he ever does he respond in kind? Yeah, yeah I think part for him is like, you know, I think he finished, he's a top 10 scorer in that league, and, but you've got to like, we made it clear that you got to stand up for yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah. Is that you know? is that in his toolbox? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. He'll do that. Yeah, yeah. He'll do that, and he'll 
yeah, he'll respond. He doesn't get if he's going to get pushed around. He's giving it right back. So. He'll be drafted. He, yeah. He's really improved from a year ago. He had disappointment, Mike. We talked about it on air that you know he wasn't drafted, and that in, in a roundabout way could have been the best thing because he looks like a completely different player well, this year. Even my wife and I said he's got to do everything about twenty percent better. Yes. You know, and you go from forty nine points in sixty two games to. 66 points in 57 games or That's something 50% like that. Better, so it's right? like, yeah. you know, you're getting a lot better. And then, yeah, and then the, uh, the NHL invited them to their combine June 4th to the 10th That's in fantastic, Buffalo. That's fantastic, buddy. Yeah. I tell you. So they bring in like 90 off. guys from around the world, and they bring them into Buffalo, and they That's have meetings amazing. with teams. What? what uh, it's not quite like the NFL combine. It's not as – like the NFL combine, you can really mess with your – you have a bad showing. Yeah, you yeah. can drop, right? And they can get really spooked on you. They do those intelligence tests, and they – you know, there's guys there, there's guys every year at that combine that go up and down, and this is a little different. It's a little they do some functional testing, they do 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 some physical testing, but you're not gonna just because you can rip off a bunch of pull ups, it's not gonna change your status. And just because you can do a a cone drill on the ground, you know, a five yard shuttle back ten yards, back five yards, because because you do it well on the ground doesn't mean anything on the ice, right? So, right, right. So there are, and they they you know they they teams set up meetings. They say, hey, we want to talk to you. He's had a number of people come out and visit him in Fargo. Fly out and come and talk to him, or Minnesota. That region scout will come and stop in and stop in for a half hour and just talk to him for a bit. So, uh, yeah, again, we'll see. Here we go again, right? So, we went through this whole process of you know the build up and that. So it's hard to like we're kind of taking it all with a grain of salt, but it's certainly different than it was last year. When you were at this stage, did did they do the interview, all that stuff? Did they was it that in depth? In my that, age, yeah, when, yeah, when no. You, so were, I came, you know, so as a seventeen year old, I was playing. Michigan high school hockey at Kentwood, which was off the map as far as nobody. There was there was no internet, there was no video, there was no nothing. Really hard to get a look at players that unless you went and saw them, unless you got a tip and you went and saw them. And then so I think I came out of Michigan high school hockey, went to Kalamazoo, and that's kind of where I started to get some traction with with uh, colleges and and pro teams and and that. And then they did not have a combine. So what happened? New Jersey Devils brought Brian Ralston, who they end up taking in the first round. He's a Michigan kid. Another kid, Adrian O'Coyne. Uh, I think he was an Ontario kid. but uh, And there were a couple other guys. Those are the two I remember. But they flew us to Toronto to the Holiday Inn by the airport. And then said, and then they had a uh, like a ballroom. And they had a bench in there. They had a pull-up bar. They oh, had, wow. Yeah, so the teams kind of ran their own a little bit. Okay. And they were, you know, around the world. Talked but this, to you a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and I, you know, we, we – did our workout, we spent the night, and then they sent it home the next day. So they know? had less opportunity to get eyes on the yeah. product, which yeah. is you. Yeah, but they would have a regional guy. So in the amateurs, you know, even the you know, Red Wings, all the pro teams, they probably got about seven or eight guys on staff, and they're all around. Okay. You know, and they have different responsibilities and territory that they cover. So they have to know everybody in their area. And when it comes down to it, you got to figure out who's good. And then when they have their meetings, the midwinter meetings, they got to zero in. Okay, I got five guys in my region that are – that are draftable, and I think this guy's a first rounder. This is a second, and their job depends on, yeah, the, oh, on no, the good kids. Yeah. You better get yeah. the good so kids. Then, that and every organization is different. Then they'll send the rest of the guys. They'll, they'll start to cross reference, and everybody will give an opinion on a guy, on a player. And uh, and I remember a New Jersey guy. that was Marcel Provenost, who was a longtime Red Wing. Legend. He passed away. I think he passed away maybe in the last half dozen years. And he was around Michigan, so he was around a lot. And then uh, kind of leading up to the draft, I talked to him a bunch and. You know, he's trying to size a player up, and so they they want to know what they're getting into too. They don't need uh, uh, um, make a draft pick and then an hour after the draft find out. Uh oh, 
Like this oh, kid has God. been, this kid's been into this, kid's been that. Yeah, but like, today with, like, with social networks, Mike, and everything, they yeah. can they can do more background. Yeah, it is. Oh, the but one guy, still yeah, always yeah, forget, there, there was that one uh, dude who did all sorts of things be uh, that uh, upset a bunch of people, and he's, he's never going to play hockey. Mitchell Miller, yes. That's the Mitchell kid. Miller, yeah, yes. but back yeah. in the day, you could not hide things, but it would be tough uh, to get a true read outside of face-to-face and talking to some people. But now with social networks and the – no. TikTok and Snapchat and everything. You can get a pretty good read on a kid. Right on. You know, back in our day when we were all growing up, which is good, there were no phones, no oh, cameras. Oh, God. You know, I mean, oh, you know, so they did, they, they, nobody, Thank you can't really Lord. get, you wouldn't really get caught doing anything. Now, mm. now it's, you know, you're, you're pretty much have to act like the camera's on you all the time, no matter what you're doing. You know, I, I follow the Fargo Force on my personal Facebook page. And I just, you know, when I see the highlights of Cole and I think about, you know, you were in studio before the draft. After the draft and, you know, what he went through and how hard he's worked and he, you know, he sucked it up, went down to Detroit and he wasn't drafted, but, you know, he got a chance to skate with some of the guys. Yeah, Yeah, right. And uh, he just worked so hard, man. And he's off to ND. Uh, We'll see what happens in the draft. The combine invite, I hadn't heard that. That's fantastic. And then Cam, your other son, uh, had a great year at Western. It was top 10 most of the year in D1 hockey. Yeah, they faltered a little bit toward the end of the year, which ended up, knocking them back to like maybe a 12 or 13 seed in the NCAA tournament when they probably deserve to be an eight or nine. Well, that led them to playing like a five seed BU or they were there four seed, four seed BU made the final four. So that's who they got in the first, first game and didn't quite get their feet under them and end up losing, I think four one with an empty netter or something, five one maybe with an empty netter. But uh, yeah, it's those call every game in college. There's only 30 plus of them and they're all important. You drop the wrong one. It knocks you down in the, you know, when they're trying to pick that tournament, you know, they're splitting hairs, slotting everybody. So it costs them a little hey, bit. Hey, Erica, we got to wait. I, I've been waiting on Mike's man cave invitation to maybe <laughs> watch one of Cole's playoff games. Uh, you and I get the invite over to the. Oh, I asked a bad question earlier. I'm not going over there. Are you kidding me? Hey. Mrs. Knubel's going to ring my I neck. I'm on about. I'm not keeping track, but that might be on eight to nine years of uh, uh, yeah. waiting for the invite. Oh, dear. He's a private yeah. cat. I get that. I'm well. fine with that. He's a good man. Treats the show well. We treat him well, and he's a good guy. I'm fine if he doesn't want to hang out and have a beer. You got to ask Mike if you treat him well. You, you, I mean, does Bill treat you well? Bill treats me very okay, well. Okay, good. He's yes. trying. Yeah. I, I want to make sure. I want to make sure. I want to make sure because I don't know. Because you're, you're telling me you treat him well, but I wanted to ask him. I don't want to look at him and say, I treat you well like we're dating or something. Well, I don't look guys in the eyes. a little bit eyes. like that. I don't look guys in the eyes. And well, I can look you in the eyes and say, I hate you. All right, Mike, stick around. I want to get your thoughts on the Stanley Cup playoffs, the future of the Griffins, the Wingstop Farm affiliate, Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast in studio. Our Mercantile Bank, huge question of the day. Do you think the Wings will be in the playoffs next spring? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. We'll ask Mike that question next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. For a lot of us, music and mental health are intertwined. That's why the Collaborative Lab created Intune, a free live stream event, and you're invited. May 18th is Mental Health Action Day, so take action for your own mental health by joining us from 7 to 9 p.m. Musical performances and conversations with The Verve Pipe, Barrel Bones, Carlos Cese, Cole Hansen, and more. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org to learn how you can join the party for free. 
I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Hunter Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for a superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Attention hockey parents, the Meyer State Games of Michigan is holding tryouts for their Summer Games Hockey Tournament. Use coupon code HUGESHOW for 10% off registration when you go to stategamesofmichigan.com forward slash hockey. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan Friday broadcast. Eric Zane show producing it. Follow Eric Zane on Twitter, Facebook, and download the free Eric Zane show podcast daily wherever you download podcasts. Mike Knubel, former East Kentwood Falcon in high school, played for Red Hockey at Michigan into almost a 15-plus year career in the NHL. Former assistant coach with the Grand Rapids Griffins. Sun Cole, Fargo Forest, USHL, or USHL, still in the playoffs. Other son Cam played down at Western this past year. So now he's just a dad watching his kids play hockey. So, Cole, when does he report to Notre Dame? Uh, is that right after the draft? or yeah, is that Well, no, yeah, the draft is the end of June, which is right, yeah. it's during the week this year. You know, I think the NHL is slowly getting back to like their normal schedule. Coming out of COVID, they're kind of moving everything back slowly, back to their normal days. And then, uh, but no, they start early. They start spring term June twelfth. I think they're down there. So, really, yeah, they start down there. They go down for six weeks till the end of July, and for yeah, Notre Dame. So they take class and work out and live in the dorms and kind of get- whole teams there. And then they get, they're free to go where they are for 
you know, end of July till mid August, and then you're back, you know, back there. So he'll hang starts. out there and find out if he gets drafted, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, That'd yeah, be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Cam yeah. with Western, when do they run in the same schedule? They not, no, they do a little bit different. I know he's taking a class right now, but they don't have anything mandatory. Her first uh, Pat Firstwire lets them kind of go off May and June, and then I think they have to report. They got to be back after the Fourth of July. And then they do it, you know. Then they kind of grind it out for six, seven weeks before school starts there too. So they do it. They do it more July, June, July, August, and Notre Dame's kind of doing it through June and July, you know, with right. August off. All right, Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, your thoughts? Obviously, the Bruins getting bounced early was one of the bigger shocks you've seen in Stanley Cup playoff history. Uh, it's not a sexy group remaining in terms of TV draw, right? I'm, I'm talking beyond the diehard. Hockey fans, your your thoughts on what you like and what you've seen so far in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Well, I think, you know, going back to the Boston thing, twice I, we were the first seed and lost seven games. I lost seven games at Boston, playing for Boston uh, against Montreal, being up 3-1. Did the same thing in Washington when we won the President's Trophy. So we won the best regular season in Washington, lost to Montreal in seven. Uh, we won game seven versus Boston when I was Washington in Boston. So I've kind of, I think I'm one and two in game sevens. Uh, uh, overall, no, and then we, I don't know, I probably had another one or two, too. Those are the ones I can recall. I probably been another one. But uh, um, certainly, I think, I think like the parody, like the games, no sweeps. The games are battles. I think they've had a lot of like non, like quote unquote hockey people, like really respond to the playoffs and the media and stuff, which is great. People are, you know, Charles Barkley, Jim Rome, those guys love, you know, NHL hockey, playoff hockey, which is great. I think the the towns are you know and and you're getting some different markets. You have Miami. Every ever it's a big thrill to have Toronto in, right? Like Toronto is the king of all really in the NHL. Toronto will make more money and produce more revenue for the league than anybody. So the league would really love them to get through. You know, good story that the Panthers are getting so many requests from Toronto fans to buy their tickets that they're restricting uh, ticket sales for the Florida Panthers home games. Yeah. In the Toronto series to only U.S. residents. Yeah. The funny thing is, I saw a guy on Twitter like for a, a, a Toronto person to fly to Florida, stay in a hotel, buy the game tickets, eat, and come home is still cheaper than doing it the same. You know, going to a game in Toronto. Like Are you Toronto's serious? ridiculous. It's crazy. Like if you're going to buy them on the secondary market or whatever, like it's nuts. Like it's the amount of money in Toronto is insane. Like. That's the big gripe in Toronto is that the common person can't go to the game. You have to have to be corporate. You have to know somebody who knows somebody. You have to be on the inside, you know, and it's just you just can't buy tickets. So as far as, like, Miami, like, banning tickets, that's kind of, I don't know. I guess you can get them on the secondary market. You, you know, you can find them. They're just not selling direct to people. But, um, you know, who else in Dallas, well, They're trying Seattle. to make sure that the entire rank in Florida is in lease. Well, and I mean, anybody right? anybody who's been a snowbird, any, anybody who lives up here, been a Fort Lauderdale you know, Lauderdale area with your kids or on spring break or whatever, even Tampa, you know, when the Red Wings come to town, it's, you know, you hear a lot of let's go Red Wings. You see as many Red Wing jerseys in town and the Panthers organization knows that and they want their local people to get on their own bandwagon and, and, and support the team because there is a real risk. I mean, the Toronto people are, you know, it's, it's over the top and, and, and I'm trying to say what's, you know, comparable in the States, but they're live, the Yankees, live I mean, yeah, it's just, right? it's even bigger than that. It's just, they'll do anything and they'll fly to, they'll fly to Miami in a heartbeat to go see a game. Yeah. Well, who, what, what fan base in any sport in America is that rabbit? I think at college level, you might get some college football fans you, who do that. Might, right? you, that might be a comparable, maybe. Wings like used to major, be that way, yeah, right? Back yeah. in the day. Right? But still, even, even still Detroit, I mean, you know, Michigan people get out of town. You go to, whenever you go to Phoenix or, 
especially the Florida teams, there's always there's a ton of Red Wing stuff going on, and let's go Red Wing chance uh, starting too. And and for back in the day, it was really hard to get a ticket at Joe Lewis. Back in the day, it was it was easier to go. Uh, to those places to go watch the Red Wings, and you got to go to. Florida. You mean go on the road, right? Yeah, and I even remember our Stanley Cup final in 1998 uh, in Washington. Everybody went to Washington to go watch. I mean, because it was easier to get a ticket there than it was at Joe Louis, so people were content to go to Washington. All right. So when you're looking at the Stanley Cup playoff bracket and who's left, uh, who do you think is the best team remaining right now? Well, I think you know on the West, Edmonton, and uh, you know, you know they they have the biggest stars. I think right now Toronto's got big stars too, and. I guess Florida, Miami is budding stars, you know, like with uh, Kachuk down there, and uh, Seattle. I don't find much interest in Seattle watching them, unfortunately. But you know, and I do have some. You know, we have local interest. Luke Lindenny playing for Dallas, so I'll watch that game a little bit. But um, you know, on paper, I you know I felt like Edmonton should be in the final. You know, based on their star power. Uh, you know, Connor McDavid's the best player in the game by a mile, and he has a great one-two punch in Leon Drysaddle, who. American fans don't really know who these guys are. I mean, I think McDavid's getting out there a little bit, but Leon Dreisaitl, the uh, German kid, he's he's a phenomenal hockey player. Four goals the other night in a game, you know, and Joe Pavelski had four goals in the other night. Both teams lost, so there's really good hockey going on. So I like I like right now. I think Edmonton in the in the in the West, and I like uh, I think Florida in the East. I think Florida in the East is wow. really hard to. They're just they're they're playing yeah. gritty. They're playing tough. They're you know they're they're gaining that mental confidence every day. I don't think New Jersey's got anything. I don't think Carolina's got anything. But it's it's going to be whoever wins Toronto Florida matchup will win the East. And then I think Edmonton if they get past who's Edmonton playing? I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Edmonton is with Vegas right yeah, now. Yeah, playing Vegas and Vegas is tough too. But if Edmonton gets past them, I got it. Edmonton, well, Edmonton Toronto would be crazy in Canada. Yeah, would oh yeah yeah yeah. What, yeah. what what can you explain how a team can be an eighth seed? And then suddenly play like a one seed yeah. when the playoffs start. What what's happening there to make us common people understand what happens? Well, it's a good question because you know. So number one, they probably you know it, it's something. I know Florida had goaltending issues all year, right? So finally, it looks like they've settled on Bob Roski. I think they've been to three or four goalies during the season. That was a big issue for them. I don't think their stars played like stars throughout the season enough, you know. Um, Kachuk was, I mean, he had a really good year. And then, um, who's the other guy? Uh, uh, Borkoff or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, they have another big gunner there. And I don't think they've played uh, as, as well as they should have. Now, so sometimes, sometimes, yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, frankly, frankly, the the regular season games are, frankly, easier to play. Right, teams are coming in. They're tired. They're moving on. You don't, you know, every player in the NHL probably plays ten or fifteen percent harder in the playoffs than they okay. do during the regular season. There's a little bit of a this is a marathon in the in the regular season, right? So you get to the you get to the playoffs, and all of a sudden it becomes it's much more checks or finish harder and more often. You know, there's more grinding. There's more like just more shot blocking. Everything gets harder. You know, everybody's doing everything a little bit harder, a little bit more with more vigor. And 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 sometimes that translates to teams. Some teams might be run and gun, and they're a little bit soft, you know. Like, and they can may score a bunch of points, but they don't defend well. They win games seven to four, seven to five. Well, in the playoffs, you're going to be winning three to two and two to one. And can you play in those style games where your stars aren't scoring all the time? Can they play defensively? Can they play two hundred feet? Or are they just kind of going forward all the time, just trying to outscore everybody? You know. So 
some of those teams that, that, that guys settle in and then, you know, your stars have to play well. And, and Miami has a few stars, Florida has a few stars and, and they seem to be firing. Wow. And I think confidence too. I think confidence, like sometimes during the season, you're not sure what your team is. They make a trade or two at the deadline to really help things. And, and then, uh, yeah. And then guys just kind of rise to the occasion. Yeah. Guys, Makes it's sense. just kind of digging. Some teams just have different personalities. Some are more like mudders, you know. Some are more, you know, it's like why a horse that wins the derby in the mud versus on pristine conditions. Well, he runs in the mud better because the horse who likes it easy doesn't do as well in the mud, you know. It's just some teams are really will roll yeah. up their sleeves a little Bill's bit more and get into it. Yeah. I call yeah. Bill a mudder yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a couple of words that I can add to that, yeah. but I won't. And, <laughs> and look at Knubel dropping the Kentucky Derby horse reference yeah. in the wrap-up. No, bar. he's happy. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, it's this weekend. The I, I don't know. Yeah. Don't ask Mr. Sports. I have no here. idea. Hey, Michael, thank you so much. <laughs> Mr. Sports. <laughs> Mr. Sports. Thank you so much for coming in, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. It was man. awesome, man. It. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Hang around. We'll, we'll say goodbye. We've got one final segment coming up. Zane. A quick two days with you, actually. More pleasant than I ever expected. It's not over. It's not over. Yeah, we by the time we come back, we have like three, three and a half minutes. I can't back. wait for that three and okay, a half. Okay, you can I. Boy, I can't wait. Thank you, Eric Zane. Follow Eric Zane on Facebook and Twitter. Eric Zane Show Podcast. Mike Knubel, former NHL star, U.S. Olympian in studio. One final segment. Uh, Everything huge. 24-7 at net. Child abuse prevention can be as simple as one, two, three. One, learn about the signs of child abuse, such as destructive behavior or a fear of going home. Two, always be a safe adult, someone who makes kids feel happy and safe. Three, check in often on the kids you know. Join the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and provide kids with the safety and love they need to thrive. It's simple. In fact, it's as simple as one, two, Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now.
Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at miniontheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's miniontheMac.com. Register today. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at a place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment on a Friday broadcast. A couple of days with Eric Zane always makes you appreciate uh, the career you have. Oh, yeah. And you do a great job. I'm not lying. You're easy to work with. Thank you, you Bill. You got the Eric Zane Show Thank podcast. you for having me. No, you're awesome. Knubel comes in. He, this guy's blossomed into a great broadcaster. Absolutely. No, you paused. Well, I remember the last time <laughs> we were here, you said this. You paused. You said, you did you pause. said Remember last time? Because last time uh, you said, hey. You're doing a lot better. You said that to him. You remember that? He said, yeah. you're doing a lot better. And I, I, was, get and, I and I busted you about it. I go, why, why, why would you say that to him? Oh, it's I, well, it, you don't tell him he's doing a lot better. You say, so hey. How long have you been out of hockey, noobs? It's been 10 years now. Yeah, so I was going to say it's been about 10 years since yeah. he's been yeah. popping in during hockey season. Yeah, we so, help him with his Mike Knubel hockey camps at Southside Ice Arena. So 10 years coming in, one month ago you said you're doing a little better. And, and yeah. I get a lot of people that tell me, man, Knubel <laughs> sounds really good. And I go, he's doing better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, he, sends from, me, he sends me a little report card tomorrow. I'll get yeah, it. You're I'll doing get an email. Doing better. 10 yeah. years ago, better. he was quiet. He's a mild-mannered, humble man. Which is a rarity for anybody on any of these microphones. Seems like you said a little too much. Present company. <laughs> Look at you trying to instigate Canoopal oh, yeah. against me. Yeah. Well, oh, my Lord. I was waiting for you to say something sideways about the poor guy, you know? Sitting right here. I'm smart. No, hey, I'm, I'm smart enough not to do okay, that. Okay, good. Zane, enjoy your weekend with your Billy, family. Billy, thanks for having me. Yeah, you're awesome. Mike Canoopal, I appreciate everything. Good luck to Cole and Fargo and yep. the. USHL playoffs, your son and your daughter, okay, man? You got it, buddy. Yeah, Mike Knubel, a good man, yeah. If you missed any of the podcasts with Zane and all our guests, Knubel, the last couple of days, Superfly will have those podcasts uh, coming up on Monday night when he returns. Yes. He will. I know. I know a lot of your Zane fans are asking. I, 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 especially the big fight between you and I about Michigan State. Okay. All right. Well, I got to go. Thank you, Zane. Uh, Enjoy your weekend. Thank you, Bill. All right. 24-7, everything connected to this show. You want to see all of our... 19 affiliates, just go to thehugeshow.net 
And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen live weekdays at 3 anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Big. Bad. Huge.